0: Medical Monday is proudly brought to you with the compliments of Discam, pharmacists who care.
1: And good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Kathy Kayla, and I will be your host for the next hour on Nervous Discam Medical Monday. If you're on medication of any type, then you need to stay tuned for the next hour. I've got, uh, you know, I, I remember hearing about, you know, if you take iron Then, you know, iron supplements, then you need to cut out caffeine and you need to take extra things and otherwise your body doesn't absorb it. There's a whole lot of medical or medicinal rather interactions that take place with not only other medications that you might be taking, but also with the foods that we eat. So uh, joining me from DISCAM is the, the pharmacist responsible or the pharmacist in charge the lady that counts, her name is uh, Hadassa Pantanovic, and uh, we're going to be talking out ar- we're going to be talking watch out for that grapefruit juice and other medicinal
0: interactions. Morning, Hadassah. Thank you so much for coming in. Hi. Thanks so much for having me in your studio and good morning to all the listeners. And I hope I can be of help and advice this morning.
1: I hope so. You, start, you know what? Um, I know that one thing that you really take pride in is that with your your patients, your clients who come in with scripts, is that you actually take the time to explain to them exactly what the different interactions are. And if you're taking this, then you shouldn't take that. And if you're doing this, then you shouldn't do that. Uh, But not all pharmacists do that. And so I think that by sharing the information on commonly used medications, we should definitely, uh, you know, giving everybody,
0: giving all of our listeners the information. Absolutely. Well, first of all, um, the biggest thing for me about being a community pharmacist at DISCM Um, is customer service in fact being a pharmacist is a customer service provider and if you just uh, expect everybody to come in get their scripts and churn them out without having a conversation or being compassionate or listening to them it's not really a job satisfaction or job fulfillment at all Um, every day is a different day The customers keep you on your toes. The questions are different. I think the doctor's writing would keep you on your toes. The doctor's writing certainly keeps us on our toes. Um, um, The best thing about being a community pharmacist and the worst thing about being a community pharmacist are the people. And it's how you deal with that. Um, There's nothing better in the whole world than ending your day as a pharmacist and knowing that you have helped somebody in whatever way, either just by being compassionate, listening to their needs, allowing them to ask you as much as they want without rushing them through the queue and giving them the best advice possible. So customer service is a first. Obviously, the knowledge that you have on medication, side effects, and contraindications comes second to that. Also very important is that um, your customers should definitely be aware of the label of their medication. And they should be aware for themselves of what they're on and educate themselves of what they're on because often some side effects do slip um, attention um, and people should ask. All right. How many people do you think actually take the package inserts for medications and read that? Not very many. In fact, in the old days when I will... Like thirty years ago, when I first started practicing pharmacy, we were told to take the package inserts out of the package inserts out of the boxes because people used to read them and think they got the side effects, and that became a problem because the the pharmaceutical companies have to to register medication mention every single side effect. So most often with medication, there are like your common five side effects, and they're usually gastro-related or skin-related. There are dizziness, nausea, headaches. Those um, are very common with with any medication. Very common with every medication. um, And skin irritations. Um, And then... I mean, as you said, the, the title of this topic that we're talking about today is foods and indications with medication that a lot of people don't know about. So a lot of uh, people are on statins for their cholesterol. Not every statin is a problem, but... Um, How do statins work? Okay, so so you said that a statin
1: is a, is a group of medications, basically. It's a group of
0: medication... That helps that you to control your cholesterol. lowers cholesterol by attaching to certain enzymes... Um, that prevent the, the lipids from increasing in the bloodstream. Okay. So what happens... And a lot of people on statins. Oh, a lot of people on statins and a lot of people have side effects of statins. So often a person will come in and say they have got the worst aches and pains and myopathy and sore body and sore What's joints. What's myopathy? Muscle pain. Okay. Muscle pain. Um, and they don't know why. Um, they could have been exercising. You've got to figure out what the problem is but also looking at the age it could be arthritis 100 yeah. percent. but even at the age you you have to check the medication now and often a side effect of statins not all statins and not everybody everyone's different is uh, muscle pain and sore joints um, so interesting that you say that I've got a cousin who's a who's
1: a big golfer. Yeah. And he he goes every year and he goes and he plays for Maccabi. Yeah. And he was considering giving up golf because from the pain in his joints and his fingers, he couldn't hold the, the golf club properly. Yeah. And one year at Maccabi, he's sitting next to this couple and the wife starts talking to the husband at the breakfast table. You know, um, have you taken your statins? He said, no, you know that it causes the joint pain. And so I'm not taking it until the end of the tournament. And that was how my cousin found out that it was his pain, that he was feeling. I mean, he he was he couldn't move his yeah. fingers properly. Like, really,
0: they were almost, like, severely arthritic. And it was from the statin. They changed the statin. It was a different story. Well, that's it, exactly it. Don't go off your statin. Change your statin, and you must discuss it with your doctor. Yeah. Now, um, the reason that... Grapefruit and grapefruit juice is not recommended. Okay, so this is something that I actually saw,
1: is that if you have grapefruit juice and you're on statins, it can actually be lethal. Exactly.
0: Why? Because uh, the grapefruit juice attaches to the same enzymes that the statins attach to. So... It prevents the statin from being metabolized and doing its job. But so many people think, well, you know what? It's a, it's a weight loss aid. Absolutely, and they're going to drink it for breakfast every yeah, a morning. Yeah, refreshing and actually, way to start the day. And actually, it could be lethal for you. Yeah, but not not on if every you're on medication and not on every statin. So which statins are the ones that you got to watch if you're on grapefruit juice? Do you know that offhand? Yes, Lipitor definitely. Crestor's okay. one that you don't have to watch. And I'm obviously talking about the the clones and the generics in that as well. But not every single person has the problem. It, it all becomes a holistic thing, and that is why it's very important to speak to your patient, discuss their diet, discuss what they are doing um, so before you, need to you can make to an educated pharmacist. decision. Especially if you're on Lipitor. Um, um, you should avoid grapefruit juice at all at all absolutely. costs. And Atorvastatins, which is... Um, the 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 common generic name for a different type of statin, okay,
1: so any statins yeah you know just check with your with your and pharmacist,
0: and they'll be able to tell you absolutely but stay away yeah. from those from that grapefruit juice if you're on statin, stay away from grapefruit juice <laughs> and, um there there are other like common foods that people eat um. In fact, I was laughing uh, when I I read one of them because it's kale. So it's like part of your surname. Oh, kale. (laughs) Kale. I'm sorry. Kale (laughs) (laughs) is revolting. I don't know why anybody would want to even eat it. I agree with you. But green leafy vegetables. um, Problem with people. And I'm talking about in high high amounts of consumption. Um, They've got a high amount of vitamin K in them, which... um, Affects blood clotting. So people that are on blood thinners like ecotrin, aspirin, warfarin should avoid high amounts of consumption vegetables. of green leafy vegetables. Kale, spinach, broccoli. Anything um, with vitamin K. Anything with vitamin including K. Including avocado, I think. Isn't it? I don't know if avocado's got that much vitamin okay. K. That's interesting. Fine. Avocado's very healthy, actually. It's a good fat. Also, they say. They are. <laughs> and then another interesting thing is licorice. Is a, uh, which is a, a food that affects people on blood pressure medication. Really? Because it decreases potassium and it increases sodium in the system. So um, I'm also talking about high quantities. Like if you have one or two pieces of licorice, it's not going to make any difference. Um, so that can affect blood pressure medication. So if you are on blood uh, a medication for um, blood pressure, just watch that licorice. Um, is that licorice
1: in what form?
0: Any form I mean fennel. licorice Oh The fennel Anise seed. Anise seed, That sort of thing But actual licorice sweets as well The salty licorice that you would know. Buy all sorts, sorts of.
1: For you Yeah Exactly Okay so
0: Know all sorts If you are on anything For your blood pressure Well not No Don't have to have the whole packet in moderation, anything's fine. As okay. far as I'm concerned. Can we
1: just get back to the warfarin? Yes. Family member was on warfarin a few years ago. It was only for it was on like on for a few years that she was on, um, and one of the biggest challenges was finding that happy balance where, um, you know, I think on warfarin you have to go for weekly tests or biweekly. Sometimes even daily. Oh, really? To make sure that your blood isn't too thin because it it can be absolutely lethal i mean that's what happened to ariel sharon yeah um and so you've got to find you know your happy balance what ended up being the solution was eating a normal diet and then adjusting the medication to fit that well is it was that good advice yeah that's definitely
0: good advice because medication rather than changing your diet, diet as i say you've got to eat huge quantities of green leafy vegetables for it to affect your warfarin yeah um Okay, a, a daily, you know, you've got to check your your PR daily or bar weekly, as you say. Um, but you are know, changing your. You don't have to really change your diet. It's more important to check with your doctor have blights and change your medication, if, if necessary.
1: If you're on a medication and you would like to know about the interactions uh, of your medications, perhaps you're experiencing what you might suspect are side effects, then get in touch. How do you do that? Well, you can SMS on 34519. That's the SMS line here. Those SMSs are charged at 1.50. Alternatively, you can WhatsApp. You can send a WhatsApp message to the studio. We'll get it straight away. And uh, the number is zero six two. One four eight two three seven four. If you want to dial from outside of South Africa, it's plus two seven six two one four eight two three seven four. My guest in studio is Hadassa Pentanovitz. She's the responsible pharmacist, as opposed to the irresponsible pharmacist. Uh, she's a responsible pharmacist at Diskem. She's based at Kilani, and uh, we're talking about watch out for that grapefruit juice and other medicine interactions. We'll be right back after this.
0: Medical Monday is proudly brought to you with the compliments of Dischem, Pharmacists who Care.
1: And uh, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Kathy Kayla. This is the Dischem Medical Monday. Today uh, we're talking about medical interactions or medicinal interactions. You know, an example that we that we started with was grapefruit juice. If you are on a statin, check with your pharmacist that you know, if it's going to have interactions with grapefruit juice. A lot of people drink grapefruit juice thinking it's the healthiest thing in the world. Well, not if you're on statins. It can actually be lethal. And uh, we're talking about other medicinal interactions. You're welcome, welcome to send through uh, any questions that you have perhaps about your medications. Just give us the name of the medication. Perhaps you've got different symptoms that you feel might be side effects. Uh, perhaps, uh, yeah. Just let us know How do you get in touch Well you can SMS You can text on 34519 Those SMS's are charged at fifty. You can also WhatsApp on 2374 My guest from Diskem is uh, Hadassah Pantanovitz. She is a pharmacist And we've been talking about all the different interactions Okay, so where do we go from here?
0: You know what, I think I, I should maybe mention some commonly used drugs and side effects right. and then we can wait for people to no, what's happening. we don't have I can, to wait. they, well, they, they they're 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 quick on the ball. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, another commonly used medication, especially in teenagers, for skin issues are tetracycline antibiotics. and uh, That's be- a broad spectrum, right? It's pretty broad spectrum. It's used um, for skin conditions and... Uh, a thing that isn't often told to the patient is that they must avoid milk. Um, really, milk and tetracycline antibiotics. It, it's a no-no. The absorption will be prevented. Um, That's now, so interesting. Yeah, because when you take
1: antibiotics, often you're told to eat yogurt.
0: Yeah, or take it with food. But milk and tetracyclines are no, no. Not all antibiotics so are it's good after. So milk and milk
1: products. Milk and milk products,
0: dairy products, definitely. Prevent absorption of tetracycline antibiotics.
1: Okay, so give us some brand names that we would be able to identify with.
0: Doxycycline. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, And doxycycline is also used in malaria treatment as well. Um, Not commonly, but it is used in malaria treatment, so also obviously not to be taken with milk. Um, Another very commonly used antibiotic uh, for urinary tract infections is is uh, ciprofloxacin, um, cipro A lot of uh, women have, suffer from this problem, UTIs, urinary tract infections. And um, people are not told that they mustn't exercise while they're on CiproBay. It has a problem. Um, it can cause rupturing of tendons. And it's not even uncommon. It's a very common thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, also not to be taken with dairy products, but the most important thing is they should not exercise while on this antibiotic. So you can rupture your tendons? You can rupture your tendons. You have to advise the patient not to do gym. Um, Gosh. Then I know that, you, that It's like really serious Yeah No, it is no, isn't A little serious. urine
1: retract infection, infection you And you the next thing you're an in antibiotic. surgery
0: for You know, off your legs yeah. for six weeks 100% it's, it's very important to advise the patient
1: This is really important information
0: yeah. That you're giving us yeah. Thank you, Hadassah Pleasure And then um, another common problem Especially uh, these days for some reason Is GORD Which is gastrointestinal intestinal gastroesophageal reflux disorder. Good. Sorry. Hmm. Um, oh, yes, I can't even Nexium. tell you
1: The Jewish community much, gets bulk Well, discount. that's it.
0: Jewish community on <laughs> Nexium and in the northern suburbs, the skin, it flies out or but even babies. Babies even are
1: babies. being
0: prescribed Nexium. Yeah, they are. They have undeveloped digestive tracts and often they have reflux after feeding um, and they are prescribed Nexium in the appropriate dosages and it does really help But for me, it's very important, especially with babies, to cover everything else before you give any kind of medication.
1: make sure it's properly diagnosed.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um, you need to advise the mom on how to feed the baby, how to hold the baby upright to prevent that um, wind and indigestion. I often uh, prescribe a probiotic like three times a day before breastfeeds. That also helps a lot with... uh, colic or indigestion oh, really? in babies. Absolutely. A lot of mums are going to chiropractors but bottom line is you do need to listen to your doctor and pediatrician and is, if Nexium is prescribed give it and it definitely does help. Um, very important to take it a half an hour away from food and not with food. Um, in an adult... Uh, uh, so this is for Nexium? This is for Nexium. Okay, to be so taken half an hour away from food. But I always prefer a holistic approach with my patients. So if they come in and they are on medication, I do not suggest they go off their medication but I like to give supplements together with it um, and and give them a holistic approach. I discuss their diet. Um, Very important to reduce acid from the diet, citrus fruits, uh, red meat, tomatoes, cooked or raw, um, coffee, Carbonated drinks. Smoking, I imagine. Well, well, smoking for everything. Yes. Um, and, and the patient should eat small amounts more often as opposed to three big meals a day. Um, stick to drinking just water and herbal teas. Um, try and avoid dairy products as much as possible. Really? Absolutely. Often it's a misdiagnosed um, gourd instead of lactose intolerance. So, you know, you've got glut- to look at the whole picture. And gluten intolerance. So you might All actually have All food allergies the- as opposed to gourd. Yeah. Um, there's also a, a number of companies make a powder which uh, regulates the pH of the system. Hmm, I think Vogel does one. Yeah. And Dyskem does one. Oh, really? I didn't uh, know that. They do that. a pH balance powder. Do they do for- flavored ones? No. Uh, they don't do flavored ones as far okay. as I know. But they, they taste like nothing. You just put a teaspoon of powder in a glass of water every morning, you and just that creates a… How
1: often should you take that?
0: Well, how, Once a day. Should you do that before food or after food? It doesn't make a difference. You just do it once a day in the morning, and it regulates the pH in your system. And I get a lot of positive feedback from that for arthritis, gout, cancer, anything that… pH… Yeah. Um, has acid cancer, issues. Cancer thrives
1: in an acidic environment.
0: And a sugar environment. Yeah, and sugar. Mm. Sugar is toxic. Sugar causes a lot of inflammation. Sugar causes a lot of problems. And just by taking my patients off sugar, I get huge results. You Not good for business, with- <laughs> but uh, they don't even have to take medication. <laughs> see, that's what we like, honesty. is <laughs> um, very inflammatory. And patients that are arthritic, patients that suffer from candida infections, thrush, of sugar do much better, and it's being linked to depression as well. Right now, like yeah. there's, there's research
1: being done on the, con- on the connection between sugar and uh, and depression. Okay, so we're going back to good. If you're on Nexium, if you're on Nexium, Trastan, or any of the or any of the generics, or, yes, any of the um, Meprazols or SMeprazole. So you've got to look at your diet, and uh, what Hadasa was saying is that you should be on a good probiotic. Um, you've got to reduce your red meat consumption, your coffee, your tomatoes, cooked cooked or raw tomatoes, your citrus fruits, which is quite surprising because I think it's, is it lemon that when it
0: metabolizes, it becomes alkaline? That is correct. You know, it, it depends. In moderation. I mean, bananas are acidic. You wouldn't think so. Oh no! I think anybody who, ha- who has a
1: reflux will tell you. Bananas Connie are bananas. and bananas
0: are very mucus-forming. So people that have got a lot of mucus, off bananas, off sugar, off grapes, off wine. Grapes. Yeah, very mucus-forming. Anything that would ferment yes. over time is not good for gourd, mucus, um, candida thrush. Take them off, and. Uh, they'll feel much better without even taking any, and get the dischem alkaline powder. And the dischem alkaline and drink powder that is brilliant every yeah. morning, every morning. Even if you don't have it, I mean it can't hurt. Can't do any harm. Um, they also have homeopathic medications that help. Uh, I want to I talk about homeopathy because I okay. think that's a whole
1: section. We're getting lots and lots of messages, Hadassah. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's just run through the rest of your medications and then we'll we'll get to the SMS
0: I'll I'll give you a couple more of the the medications that cause common side effects, commonly taken medications. Um, Women that are on osteoporosis medication like Fosavans, which which is taken once a week, um, these side effects affect the eyes. They they often present with blurred vision, um, redness and eye pain. And a question to ask is are you on medication for osteoporosis, like Fosavance, that aggravates the eyes? It's got something to do with vasodilation in the vessels, and because the eye has such a, a large amount of small vessels and a concentration of vasodilation, they will cause eye issues. And will it uh, cause a reduction in your vis- in your visual abilities? Yes, it's, it causes blurred vision. It is reversible. So if you go okay. off the medication, it will. Um, return to normal. Okay, so that's osteoporosis. Yeah. Anything and then and then I mean every second teenager is on retin for the skin a, for acne. Um, it is one of the the hugest side effects is dryness, especially in the eyes. Um, we always recommend that you use a natural tears eye drop to lubricate the eyes. Even the skin gets very dry and we rec- and the lips crack and get very dry. So we recommend a good moisturizer for the lips.
1: Okay.
0: Um, if you're on lenses... You'll probably not be wearing lenses while you're on Racutane. You'll have to put your specs back on because it does affect How lenses. How long are people on Racutane? It depends. Um, they it's can one be of those on very
1: specific drugs that you can't fall pregnant within like
0: five yes. years or whatever of being on it. A hundred percent. It's a teratogenic drug, they call it. So it does affect development of the fetus. Um, but people are on it for a long time. Once, they stay, once their skin is better, and usually teenagers that are probably not going to fall pregnant – but um, you have to make sure they are on good contraception and they are aware of the side effects of this drug. Um, they also become very light sensitive, so if they complain that their eyes are sore in the sun, they must wear sunglasses outside. It, it is the Racutan that affects it. And retinins, so I think, is pure vitamin A, right? Yes. Okay. Um, another another drug. I seem to be doing the teenage age group and the, no, the this is all, 16 this is all plus age group um, men that have prostatitis inflamed enlarged prostate are given uh, commonly a, a drug called Flomax F L O M A X.
1: L-O-M-A-X okay, I'm writing all of this down because what I'm going to do is I'm also going to post this on uh, the on the High FM Facebook page so that everybody can share the information
0: it's a very very important information that Hadassah is sharing right now so uh, yeah okay so people that are given Flomax um, are often the same group of men that would go for cataract surgery and it can be fatal um, Flomax they must inform their ophthalmologist, and the ophthalmologist during the surgery should definitely ask if they are in Flomax because it a, a can cause a problem during surgery. Wow. What sort of problem? It's got something to do with the iris of the eye. Wow. And you said it can be Mense. fatal. Well, it can, be, it can lead to complications, vision. Yeah, and complications and a uh, problem with vision afterwards. Oi. So that is quite a common drug. And the men of that age group seem to also be the men of the same age group that, that have for cataract, cataract surgery. And then uh, men of that same age group are... Also, often on Viagra, it's a very, very commonly used medication for erectile dysfunction. Um, also affects the eyes, and a lot of the men complain of light sensitivity. It is reversible, and it is reversible even if you change the dosage of the Viagra. Is there, is there an alternative to Viagra? There are lots of alternatives, but they all cause the similar side effect. Okay, because there's the same active ingredients. Well, not necessarily the same active ingredients, but similar, work on the same receptors.
1: Okay.
0: Now, the commonly used drug, I'm just... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is Celebrate, <laughs> <so interesting. laughs> which is an anti-inflammatory. Yes. It's a COX-2 anti-inflammatory. A lot of people are on it as opposed to uh, Voltaren, Panamol, um which affect the stomach and cause gastric problems and burning, ibuprofen. um so Celebrex is given. We talk
1: about our Yeah, we can.
0: Okay. Uh, Celebrex is often given when people have ulcers and are not allowed those other drugs. It also causes side effects related to ours. conjunctivitis, blurred vision, but again reversible when you stop the drug. Okay.
1: Can Nexium cause blurred vision?
0: Everything in the side effects can cause blurred vision. That's, like the common, <laughs> yeah. that's one of the most common side effects Reading of every single drug. Blurred vision, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, gastro side effects, headaches, and dizziness. <laughs> okay. The biggest thing to look out for are skin rashes. Those are fatal. When you start getting a bad skin rash from a drug that you wouldn't expect to, stop it immediately and speak to your doctor. I had a lady in the pharmacy the other day who was on a medication for gout. A normal medication that lots of people are on—it's called PuriCos, 300 milligrams. Yeah, and she um, presented with a bad urticaria, um, and nobody knew what caused that what urticaria. urticaria. It's skin—it's a bad skin rash.
1: Okay.
0: Um, halves on the skin. Okay. Comes and goes. Uh. Blotchiness at certain areas. It can affect your extremities. It can affect the trunk of your neck, the trunk of your body, your neck, etc. And painful.
1: It, it, painful
0: it's, yeah? it's burning and itchy and uh, annoying. Um, she'd been to several doctors, several dermatologists. They'd given her cortisone, orally cortisone creams to try and relieve the pa- the, the aggravation. And nothing helped. And eventually they discovered that it was from the puricos. And it's not being metabolized in the liver properly, and it's causing this uh, kind of skin reaction, and it can be fatal. So she was told to stop the puricos immediately. So you have to be very, very careful with your medication. So would there be an alternative for her? Or well, she could go the natural way. She could take that. She could once again control it a bit with her diet. Yeah. She could control it uh, with the the multi force or the dischem. Balance acid powder um, It depends But it was more dangerous for her To stay on the pericast Than to be off it Again I want to stress That you must never do anything on your own You need to speak to your doctor or your pharmacist Before changing dosages Or medications Very important Alright I want to take some of these uh,
1: SMS's I know that we've still got to talk about ibuprofen Which is in a lot of medications But you uh, yeah, we're going to talk about ibuprofen. My guest is uh, Hadassah and uh, okay, where are all my notes? Okay, Hadassa Pantanovitz. She's a pharmacist with Diskim Pharmacies. Uh, she's based at Kilani. There's a lovely SMS that has actually come through from Bev Gavronsky. Do you know Bev?
0: I do know Bev.
1: Bev says, "Hi, Bev. Hadassa <laughs> is everything and more. She is wonderful, isn't it? Oh, nice? Bev, that's Thanks, so nice Bev. of you, and She's I miss you lot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go in. You know, it's always funny when you go to the doctor or pharmacy. And say, How are you? Well, how can I be? I'm here to get medication. Exactly.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, thank you very, very much, Chris. Chris says, "Is it true Nexium and other anti avid prescription
0: meds cause hair loss long term?" They haven't proven it yet. They do think it can, but there's a conversation it, around that. There is uh, there is a conversation around it. I mean, a lot of medications long term can cause hair loss. Um, just your age can cause hair loss. And actually, what I want to speak about uh, while we're speaking about hair loss is good side effects of medication. Um, well, a cure would be one thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> years ago, they used to prescribe a drug called minoxidil for blood pressure, and a side effect of Minoxidil was hair growth, so now they've actually they don't use minoxidil for blood pressure anymore. They've made a lotion which you apply topically, and um, you get brilliant hair growth from that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and and uh, people with enlarged prostates again were prescribed finasteride as a drug for prostatitis. The side effects of that. These men that were put on it that were balding Suddenly started sprouting hair All over again And their prostate was sorted And they had a full head of hair So they've now used finasteride Only in males um, For (laughs) For alopecia Yeah (laughs) Um, so, okay. so you do get side effects of medicine. That's quite that. That it's so interesting. Yeah. I but mean, you think that in
1: the drug trials these things would come out? Yeah. Except that they do that drug trials. Well, actually, no, they don't. They
0: they start on animals and then they move to humans. Yeah. Well, they they do have to do clinical trials on humans. Yeah. That's why you'll see in the the biggest thing is pregnant woman and breastfeeding woman. You cannot take anything without checking with your doctor. I mean, they are prescribed off-label. It is important to, to deal with that with your gynecologist or pediatrician um, because clinical trials can't, you know, no pregnant woman wants to volunteer to do a clinical trial. Right. Um, because the side effects the are risk. not known. It's the a risk. risk. Um, Jules wants to know, he says, uh, I
1: take Praxa. I think Jules is a male. Uh, he says, I take Praxa 110 milligrams twice a day. Pradaxa? Pradaxa. It must be Oh sorry Pradaxa yeah. <laughs> You see that's the expert there Well, <laughs> That's experience talking um, What are the greens to be avoided What's Pradaxa
0: Pradaxa is um, like warfarin It's an anticoagulant um, Obviously uh, it's way more expensive But it's le- you don't have to go And have your PR tested every second day
1: Your PR so, being your, the,
0: your body's the, ability to clot Exactly Um, So it really helps in that you're not running to the lab every five minutes. Um, Again, the greens to be avoided are exactly what I mentioned before. Broccoli, um, any green leafy vegetables, kale, uh, um, spinach, any dark green vegetable has a high incidence of vitamin K or high content of vitamin K. But in moderation, you can have it. And if you're controlled on your medication, you can have it. Uh, another one, Unscience, Unscience says, uh,
1: are there bad interactions between Zytamil 10 milligrams daily and Curumin? Curumin? C-U-R-U-M-I-N. Curumin, Curumin.
0: Oh, I think that's, um, I'm curumin. not sure what they're talking about with Curumin. Zytamil is an antidepressant. It's a generic um, antidepressant. Okay. But I'm not sure what curamin is. This could be coming from anywhere in the world. It could be coming. It's, so it could be. According to Wikipedia, curamin is, is, is a Brazilian musician. So
1: I would uh-huh. say. <laughs> is it not coumarin? Uh, which is
0: like warfarin. Okay. So maybe it is coumarin. Kumer, I'm not I'm not sure what they're talking could, about. But, you know, but, with the
1: text, it could have been autocorrect. But if it, like
0: is, if it is, if it is coumarin, which is an anticoagulant, no, it's fine to take them together. Okay. Okay. All right. If you've got any questions about what medications
1: are interacting with what medications, we have the expert in studio with us from Diskem Pharmacies. We've got Hadassah Pantanovitz. She's a pharmacist. She's with Diskem. We're talking about those drug interactions, firstly, with other drugs, but even more importantly, with the food that you eat. If you are on statins, as an example, if you're taking statins something that helps you with your cholesterol you should not under any circumstances be drinking grapefruit juice or even eating grapefruit because apparently grapefruit attaches to the different enzymes or whatever it is whatever it is avoid it it can be fatal Um, if you're taking iron Oh, sorry. Just quickly with uh, with Nexium, um, I was busy researching Nexium ahead yes. of our, our discussion, and one of the things that they talk about um, in terms of long term um, effects of Nexium is that long term it can deplete your magnesium.
0: Um, long term, with the the antacids. Not antacids, the the Nexiums and your topsoles and your omeprazoles. Your pump it can, your proton. Yes, exactly. Um, PPRs for short. It can affect your bone strength. It depletes something in your bones that can affect your bone strength. So if you do have osteoporosis, you need to speak to your doctor if you are on Nexium or omeprazole of any sort. And it's not with everybody again.
1: And what difference would that make? Would you then not be able to take the medication or would he then prescribe something else? Probably change
0: the medication. Okay. And and be on a different PPR.
1: Is it true that you should always have uh, magnesium and calcium at the same time?
0: Most um, magnesium preparations are in complexes. So they're in multivitamin complexes and mineral complexes and you'll find that most of them have calcium in them. Some are magnesium on their own and it doesn't really affect the absorption. Um, calcium affects absorption of lots of things. They often recommend that you shouldn't have calcium at the same time as your medications because it prevents It's like the the calcium in dairy would prevent absorption of medication. Calcium on its own also prevents it. Uh, Some of the new magnesium... That's
1: that's very important what you just said. Because when we started off, you started talking about the tetracycline-based antibiotics. And you said tetracycline antibiotics should not be taken with dairy because it inhibits their efficacy of how they actually work. Um, So the same would be... For this, I mean, as a general rule, should you not just take all medications with water?
0: You should always take medications with water,
1: as opposed to having
0: it with your cup of tea. Or yeah, coffee or you, your, yeah, lots you of people should. I mean, pulls in the morning with the, you know, absolutely with their cereal, yeah. which is full of milk. Yeah, you should. You should be careful. Rather take it with water. That's your best bet. Um. Okay. But but tetracyclines especially and calcium vitamin supplements you should take away from other medications Um, another thing like commonly used drugs at home like I'm talking about you can go in and buy them off the self-medication counter antihistamines um, anti-nausea medications etc. cause dry mouth Um, people will come in complaining that their mouth is so dry, have we got a mouthwash that increases saliva production and it can cause a problem we often forget about our oral health And when you don't have saliva production in your mouth, the tissues in the mouth become very swollen and inflamed. And it's a risk for infection and gum disease. Um, So you need to be careful of that as well. Short term, most of these things are fine, But people that are on chronic medication like anti-Parkinson's medication, anti-depressants medication for Alzheimer's disease, which are chronic, um, it does decrease saliva reproduction and it does it often causes oral problems it's and so gum disease. So important to know
1: because often the people taking that medication might not be in a place where they can tell you, "Look, I've got this constantly dry mouth." So for caregivers, it's very and you know family members, it's very important to look out for that. Absolutely. So what do you do about dry mouth?
0: Um, well, you would, would they definitely. then take another medication? Change. Yeah, well, it depends. Sometimes you can't change the medication, but there are mouthwashes yeah. available to increase saliva production. Oh. Um, you know, it, it's, it's there's something called Zero Stom, which uh, they're toothpaste, mouth gels, and mouthwashers that you can come into Dyskimin and buy.
1: Okay, brilliant. Speaking of uh, over the counter, can we please talk about ibuprofen? Sure. A friend of mine went off. Uh, She had to go and get checked up. And uh, she went to this gastro specialist and she explained her symptoms. They did a scope. And the first thing the gastro specialist said to her is, do you take anything with ibuprofen? Um, At that time, um, I think it was, what's that very common one? Brufen. Not brufin. They've got like a whole... I think
0: Voltarin, Neurofen, Neurofen, same thing.
1: Yeah. Um, apparently, Neurofen or Ibuprofen has been linked to um, conditions like, well, reflux and uh, Barrett's esophagesis, which is what she was diagnosed with.
0: Yeah, you've got to be very, very careful. It is sold. it's
1: advertised everywhere. It's advertised it's
0: over the everywhere. Counter. It's sold over the counter. It's sold for teenagers, for period pain. It's Young girls taking a lot of uh, ibuprofen—you've got to take it after food, and you've got to warn them about the side effect of stomach, uh, of gastrointestinal problems. It can uh, damage the lining of the stomach, and it can cause stomach ulcers and hernias. Yeah, bleeding ulcers. People live on um, anti-inflammatories. Why are so many people a lot of can- our community yeah. in South Africa that can't afford expensive medications come in and buy very inexpensive anti-inflammatories. They ask for medication for their sore bones. And and we know now that they mean they've got arthritis. And it helps. It's an instantaneous relief. But then uh, they they take it. They're not aware that they must take it with food. And uh, they suffer the consequences of stomach ulcers.
1: Barb wants to know if it's okay for her just to take... Charcoal, activated charcoal.
0: You can take activated charcoal. Is it a healthy thing? It's not a problem at all. If it's in a a medicinal form and it's in a capsule, no problem at all. It's unbelievable for um, dyspepsia and it absorbs toxins and it reduces... Bloatedness.
1: so it won't absorb your medication if you're taking medication.
0: Well, I definitely wouldn't take it at the same time. Okay, as long as you take it away from your medication, no problem at all.
1: That's so funny. Discam's actually got a very good activated charcoal. They have. It's also very good for diarrhea. Okay, <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's not what I use it for. Can uh, I tell okay. you what I use it for. You'd go ahead. You take. It comes in this capsule form. You take your your charcoal. You put it. You open the cap on your toothbrush. And you brush your teeth with it for five minutes. Any coffee stains, any stains on your teeth, it removes. Your teeth will be clean like you've never experienced in your life. And uh, it's a very, very safe safe, um, way to
0: whiten your teeth. And it it doesn't
1: damage the enamel.
0: It's so funny that you say that because I saw on the shelves the other day a charcoal... Toothbrush Where the head of the toothbrush is actually Impregnated with charcoal Okay so here it's even
1: better Activated charcoal but not normal charcoal So yeah yeah, just activated Activated
0: charcoal charcoal.
1: So it's very interesting Okay so it's obviously making a big comeback Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Okay Um, Sure there's so much information that you've given us Do you want to
0: discuss a little bit of homeopathy Because definitely That is my passion I have to admit Um, Homeopathy? Yeah. I can safe because I can safely give it to people and generally there are no side effects, especially pregnant women, children, people that are on other medications. Can you give it to your pets? Absolutely, a hundred percent. You can give it so to. I know rescue pets.
1: remedy works very well with animals okay, and so, with plants, actually.
0: So rescue remedy is a Bach remedy. Yeah. it's not really homeopathy, and this is it's where you have to be careful. Though, right? Similar principle. Um, herbal medications have side effects. Herbal medications are actual quantitative things that um, do do react. You know. Uh, Affect a receptor sites And do have side effects So you have to be careful with herbs Especially in pregnancy, breastfeeding And with other medicines Homeopathy is A medicine that has been Succussed and diluted So much in the, the The lactose or the alcohol That it's made in that there's no Actual quantitative Amount of the medication in it You're working on energies and vibrational forces Um so there are no side effects with that. But in saying that, a common homeopathic medication is Arnica. Arnica. And Arnica and blood thinners are completely contraindicated because Arnica does cause blood thinning. Arnica is used for trauma, bruising. Um, in the old days, we used to tell people with every operation, wisdom, teeth extraction. Sprains. To take sprains. You take Arnica, But if there's bleeding involved, you have to be very careful. Do you take
1: it after or do you take it before? We like used to if advise having... people
0: to take it before surgery, but that is a no-no now. No. Okay. You have to wait till afterwards, till the bleeding has stopped, until you're going through the healing process. If it's just a bruise or a sprain and there's no bleeding involved, then Arnica is definitely worthwhile taking. Also, if it's not open. I think that Arnica becomes well, that,
1: problematic if it's, if it's like, an open wound. So a friend of mine was bitten by... I've got interesting friends. You yes. have? Wow. A friend of mine was <laughs> bitten by a dog. And of course, there was an enormous amount of bruising, but there was also puncture wounds. And the arnica created a little bit of issues around the actual puncture wounds because she didn't know at the time. Yeah. But so. ultimately, everything ended up well. Okay. Thank God. Good. Yeah. Okay, so arnica is
0: important. Arnica is important. Very and common. Very common. Um, I want to relay a story. When I worked at a Homeopathic pharmacy long ago before my years at DISCIM, I had a patient who was uh, on blood pressure medication and he was in his 60s and he requested something for increased memory and increasing. Gosh, that focusing. sounds fantastic. And he was given this herb called Ginkgo biloba. Mm. And a couple of months later, he went blind in his right eye. And the ginkgo biloba had increased his blood pressure to, or, or the pressure in his eye to such an extent that it caused a hemorrhage. Um, thank goodness we found out what the, the problem was. Um, was it reversible? And it was reversible. But that is why I'm saying you have to be careful of herbal products. And stuff that you can get off the counter. I mean, how many products the have got ginkgo? So, so ginkgo biloba is a good product. It is a good product like a for circulation. You know? Ginkgo biloba is brilliant to give kids who are writing exams. But you have to be careful. You have to be knowledgeable. You have to run it by your pharmacist or homeopath or doctor. Same as St. John's Wort. Very commonly used. I'm sure you've heard it. St. John's Wort, yeah. It's for depression. Mm. Um, It's hypericum. And if people are on other antidepressants or, or Things that affect their serotonin. St. John's wort can duplicate the effects and cause a lot of problems. So you have to so be very, up. very careful.
1: Don't most antidepressants um, work by feeding the serotonin? You know, it, it adds serotonin or dopamine or whatever those different chemicals are yes. that you need in your brain. Uh, that I mean, that's my limited understanding of. of Antidepressants. Yes. So does St. John's Wort do the same?
0: It does the same. So it, it feeds So it feeds it and it would increase the amount of serotonin and it would create a problem. You, you're actually duplicating your medication. Very interesting. So you do need to be careful. Um, Hadassah, we're almost out of
1: time. We need to get you back here once a month. I think this the information that you have shared with us is some of the most important, important information that we need to know. We live in a world where we pop pills for everything and we don't read the package inserts. It's a lot how people conduct their lives, right? Absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, just we want that instant fix <laughs> and we're not going to read the instruction manual. Um, we would love to get you back here the at pleasure. least once a month to talk about different medications. Give us the knowledge so that it will ultimately make... Your job as a Discam pharmacist easy as well to deal with educated members of the public.
0: With absolute pleasure, it's been lovely being here. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thank you very very much. What a wonderful wonderful guest. That's uh, Hadassa Pantanovitz. She's a responsible, or the responsible pharmacist with DISCAM. Actually, apparently they're all quite responsible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can. Uh, you know get in touch with your discam pharmacist and uh, just if you are on medications it's absolutely critical that you talk about what sort of medications you're on when you go and see your GP give them all the information that you've got you know don't don't hold out that Im- that information and uh, yeah you heard best pharmacist from the pharmacist care. thanks discam thank you so much hadassa thank you so and, much and Kathy. to you I'll see you this time next week. God
0: bless. Bye. Medical Monday is proudly brought to you with the compliments of Discam, Pharmacists Who Care.